0: Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle, and it should be simple.
1: We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome
0: back to the Creative Rise podcast, Podcast. coming at you from a new leather couch.
1: A whole new space. These people are like, where are you guys right now? We didn't move. This is just a different area in our space, but we've rigged it out with some nice fake plants, nice... Is this fake leather? Is this real leather? No, this is real leather. This is 100% real leather. This is a really nice couch. This is not a vegan couch. This it is better real be real couch.
0: leather for what we paid for.
1: <laughs> that is very true. But <laughs> Even
0: though I got a screaming deal on it, actually. We have missed
1: you guys for the last two weeks. It's if been you, two weeks. If you have been following our podcast, you have noticed, where's the new podcast these last two weeks? It's because Joey and I have been launching the Creative Rise Mastermind, ra- this sixth round of the Creative Rise Mastermind. We finished that and we've been going through tons of coaching calls, which have been incredible.
0: Incredible calls. Like Absolutely amazing. Mind- Boggling, world shaking, super fun. Every,
1: Every time. other so what we, adjective you can think of. Context here.
0: Every time we finish a call, we get somebody like, "Hey, if we were just on a two-on-one call with you, we make you post to the entire group, the entire mastermind group, what you learned, what you're going to be focusing on for the next six weeks, you know, two months, six months." And then like what you're starting with and when you're going to do things by and people just are like, oh my gosh, literally life changed in one call. Oh my gosh, literally this, this and this. It's so fun to see. There's so much energy in these calls. Yeah,
1: there's so so much power in community. We're really fired up because
0: we've taken two weeks off to hone in and like really, really build and lead this community as we go into... Yeah, and did this master run, which is amazing. So the group is unbelievable.
1: Yes, and we are so pumped to get back into podcasting because these calls only give us more ideas of value that we can share with you guys in ways that you can grow your business and get glimpses into what is the Creative Rise community about and how can I learn and grow with us. So we're glad you're here. We're glad you're watching or listening to this. We are going to kick it off with our roots, which we haven't done in a while. And that is reading a review from somebody who's left a review. We're huge for us. fans
0: of reviews. If you've been reviewing, thank you. If you've not reviewed and you listen to the show all the time, please go leave us a review. (laughs) It's the only way the show grows really sharing the show and then reviewing the show. It's how the algorithm works. So we just so appreciate reviews and we'd love to hear what you guys think.
1: And I'm a big verbal affirmation person. So I really, I really love that. Okay. This is from Hannah Heigl photography. So that's her Instagram at Hannah Heigl photography. She says the caption of this is this podcast will kick your butt. All right, let's get into it. She says, let me start by saying I listen to a lot of business and photography podcasts, some better than others. And I can say this hands down is the best one. Christy and Joey consistently put out accurate and helpful content that genuinely educates people on all aspects of owning and operating a business. Not only do I love listening to them, but I trust the information that they put out there. I listen to Creative Rise when I need someone to light a fire under me if I'm finding myself becoming complacent with where I am in my business. From one photographer to another or any other business owner, you will not regret giving this a listen. You'll just have to forgive me when you suddenly decide you need to start four more projects because you're feeling extra inspired. Well, thank you, Hannah. We
0: love that. I want to know what those
1: extra four projects are because I love new projects. Totally, I think that's fun. Appreciate it, Hannah. Anyways, Hannah,
0: thank you for reviewing. Again, please go review. It's super simple. The link to review the show is in the show notes. So it's in the bio of the show. Easy to click on. Um, But today, we are talking about something that Christy and I are really excited to talk about. It is the thing that does not get talked about enough when it comes to. I'm just going to scooch all the way over to this new couch, the side of this new couch. It's the thing that does not get talked about enough when people are having the conversation of what it looks like to actually scale a business. Yep. It's a thing that does not get talked about enough. And so we want to talk about it today. It's the theme of almost every single like two-on-one coaching call that we have with the members in the Creative Rise Mastermind. It's the theme we revisit time and time again. It's a theme that Christy and I have to talk about you know, between the two of us with our businesses that we're operating in between us. It's the theme we talk about when we think about the show and what we're trying to create when we think about the show. And it's that... The simpler something is, the easier it is to scale it. Yep. You can't scale, and this is really the negative side of it, you can't scale chaos. Chaos does not scale. Problem is... Is that a lot of people live in chaos, right? Oh, yeah. So many people live in chaos.
1: And we see this a lot. Most creatives get into these really big dreams of like, I'm going to work for this one-off client or this huge company. And it's going to be like a $10,000 project. And I'm just going to have all of these different projects. Everything, every job I do is going to be different. I'm going to work for this luxury brand, like whatever it is. And that's awesome. That's really cool. That's like stuff we've done. That's stuff we see a lot of our friends doing. We see a lot of Creative Rise members doing. It's not a bad thing to pursue those types of like very customized, very one-off projects. However, it's very, very hard to scale that type of business. It's really hard to scale something that isn't simple. Because when you have all of these one-off customized projects, it's very hard to replicate. Totally. Very, very hard to replicate. Yeah,
0: and, and that's, that's the reason... There's so many words that start with R in this podcast that we're going to talk about that really attribute to scaling well, like replicating helps you yep. scale because you can get good at something, you know, building retention in something, building like consistent ways to do it, building redundancy, building safety in in how you actually work out a system. What's mm-hmm. another one? Building. Give me another word that starts with R. I'll have a couple more.
1: Really good. Good things.
0: (laughs) Building respect for yourself. We'll throw that one. Recycling. No, but basically the whole point is here, is if something is not simple and you cannot create, here's a good one, repetition. Ooh. If you can't create repetition with something, you are going to take a lot longer to master it. So, if yeah. everything you're doing is super customized, it's super all over the place, it's all up and down with different types of clients, you're not getting like a similar type of client with a similar problem. Therefore, you can give a similar solution. Totally. You are not going to be able to replicate something fast enough you know, effectively enough to actually be able to scale something, right? Yeah, and here's here's kind of three three
1: issues with this style of business, this very project customized style business is that one, you spend all your time searching for who you're going to sell to next. So you don't have this consistent like, oh, every month I know what I'm making. I know what I'm making. I know who I'm serving. I know where it's coming from. It's always oh, what am I doing this month? What income is coming this month? And then you're already nervous about next month, but you already can't even think about next month because you're dealing with this month. So the redundancy of income in that way is terrifying. And that's what honestly burns a lot of people out.
0: Yeah. And the second problem, when you are not simplifying what you're doing, if it's really one-offy, it's really customized, you spend so much time actually trying to build a solution, right? You're trying to rebuild the... What what's that classic saying people say? Don't rebuild the the wheel. Yeah. You're trying to re-identify and rebuild the wheel, every single client, rather than building a wheel and then being able to like continue to manufacture the same wheel and getting, you know, have it get really, really good results for your clients. Totally. So I know I wasted a ton of time in many seasons of my life where I was too focused on doing everything for everybody that I couldn't I couldn't actually like build anything great. And it wasted a ton of my time. It made things really chaotic. And I wasn't able to scale because I was so focused on reimagining what every new client that was coming into my door, because they're so drastically different, all the different solutions I was going to have to build. And while that's a really fun space to be in, and I love that space because I'm a really problem solver, like wired guy, it's not a space that you know alludes to a platform that you can scale because you're so focused on building something new, building something new, it doesn't give you any time to actually build and then scale something up.
1: Totally, and the last part of that is just that you spend then all of your time figuring out how to provide that solution to that client. Totally. You've, you've gotten the through. client, which has been a struggle or whatever, a lot of brain power, then you've kind of figured out, okay, I've created the custom package and now I have to figure out how to actually fulfill that. And when you are the only person in your business that knows how to fulfill something, You can't scale that. You can't hire a team and have other people help you and be in on the project to then scale it and replicate it. And you can then trust other people to do it if you're reinventing the wheel every single time.
0: Totally, 100%. And the last thing, and this is one of the biggest things that I think people don't think about enough, and this is something that's really clear to us if every single time you're working with somebody on something, it's chaotic, it's new, you're constantly reinventing the wheel, it's really hard to sell that well. Because if you're always reinventing the wheel, you're having to go through a new sales process, a new sales process, a new way to sell something every single time. You're not going to be able to master your plan for selling something. If you simplify your services, simplify your solutions, and you sell things one way, you get really confident at selling it. You're going to be able to obviously scale your business. But if it's super chaotic, you're working with clients in all different types of fields, industries, areas of the corner, you know, areas, corners of the industry. It's constantly going to be coming back to the the question with you of like, okay, what, how the heck do I sell this? How do I come up with a sales plan for this? How do I approach this sales meeting? How do I approach that pitch? Rather than going, I know how to approach that pitch because I've done it eight times in the past two months. I know how to send that email because it's the same type of problem that I'm used to dealing with, right? So... It's also like if, you're, if your business is chaotic, it's all over the place, it's not simplified. It also really, really hurts your sales. And sales, yes. as we always say, might not be the reason why you're in business is to do sales, but it's what's going to keep you in business. Totally. So you've got to be able to actually master sales and get really good at selling it. If you can't sell it consistently because it's the same thing, you're never going to get good at it.
1: Yeah. And if you, if you like that project style way of business, that's awesome. You can keep that. But seeing is there an avenue that I can really replicate, that I can scale, that I can depend on every single month totally. so that yeah. then I it's have time. For consistency. Yeah, I have time to outsource those things and then be able to put effort into these one-off passion projects for your business. So if you can't scale it, if you can't repeat it, you can't scale it, which is the whole thing.
0: Totally. So we got a great example of this. We were just talking to somebody in our mastermind. She is phenomenal. She's awesome. She's super, super cool. She just joined. When she joined, when she applied, we were so excited because she does something that's so unique. And she had a lot going on. we're like, wow, this girl's like really high capacity. She's really cool. Anyways, she helps companies... Individuals, influencers really, really get good at posting consistent reels and consistent TikToks, short form video content, which is the entire way the world's going. She's building her whole business off a model of I help people create reels and TikToks. So companies will send her products, she'll make the TikToks or reels for them, or they film it. She gives them the idea, they film it, and then, you know, she, um, She'll edit it. Her team will edit it. They'll produce it and they'll send it back. And it just helps people fill their social calendar with like really active, current, relevant content that's going to sell. And that's also going to fit the platforms. Now, that is what she's doing now. And this is after we... She was doing that before, but she had a couple other things added on. And what we realized was, was that she had such a cool offer that she could package and simplify. But... One of her biggest problems was she was like, oh, I just feel like I'm getting pulled in all these different directions and I'm trying to scale. I really want to scale. I really want to scale. So what we had to do was, everything we just kind of talked about on this on this podcast so far, we had to go, okay, you have to simplify if you're going to scale. So what we did was we zoomed out with her and went, okay, who exactly there's a couple different things to help anybody scale, you know, A, B, C, D, E. And we're gonna walk through what those things are. But we really, really had to help her zoom out and simplify in order for her to like dial in on what that service was gonna be. Again, in the midst of all these things that she could offer. And so there's you're yeah. probably listening to this podcast going, Well, I don't know what I want to simplify because I'm really like multifaceted with my my talents and my ambitions and what I like doing. And we're Christy and I are both the same. This girl in the mastermind is the exact same, but you've got to look for what is the consistency that I can find in my services that I can really decide is going to be my like one consistent thing that I'm going to try and aim to get monthly recurring revenue with and how can I simplify that in order to be able to scale my business and I need to put all the other stuff kind of on the sideline doesn't mean you can't do it but you have to pick a primary focus. So anyways here is is what that conversation with us was able to give her it gave her clarity on who she was actually helping. It gave her clarity on then how to sell that to that person. And then it gave her clarity on how to actually build systems around that solution, around that service so she could scale.
1: Yep. Yep. And you guys, simple offers that that scale have four components. Four components. And we're gonna walk through these and kind of give an example of maybe you're thinking like, I don't know what could scale. I don't know what is like what's customized, what's repeatable, Like what is that? We wanna give you a very clear example and four points that you can really figure out, hey, will my offer meet these four criteria? So number one is that a simple offer that scales has a clear problem with a clear solution. So a clear offer that gives the same solution every time is an offer that can scale. So you have to have a clear problem and a clear solution. So an example that we wanna use for this is let's say you're a brand photographer and you want you do commercial work, you do things for all different types of companies, but a, a niche you found that you actually really love is shooting Airbnbs. This is becoming a bigger and bigger market all around Huge the market. world. Yeah. Huge market, Massive. And it's really cool because it's-
0: There's a lot of opportunity for Tons of opportunity.
1: And it's basically Airbnb owners have the problem of they don't have high quality images of their property. And if they don't have great high quality images that allure people to want to book with them, they're not going to get the bookings that they want. Airbnb owners have their Airbnb ad. They also have an Instagram usually that they run. Those are like prime, prime areas where they can really market to people. But if they don't have content, they don't have a business, right? So they need content. That is their problem. So then these brand photographers are like, hey, I've got a solution. I create great awesome images that will sell to your ideal client that you can use on your socials or your Airbnb ad. That is a clear problem that they have. And that is a clear solution. And that is is number one on the thing that you need to be able to scale is a clear problem and a clear solution.
0: You got to be able to simplify what problems you're trying to solve and then match that with a really clear solution. So number two is you've got to be able to have a very clear ideal client. So one of the issues with myself and my business having the agency when I was younger was, I was always trying to work with everybody. And in a lot of ways, we did work with everybody and it worked. However, it didn't scale well. When I started to actually scale that business, it was because I was picking... Companies in similar industries, when we were working with com- like corporate companies or outdoor companies, you know, shooting brands, I was working with similar companies of similar scale that deal with similar problems. So when I say, you know, dial in your ideal client, really what we're saying here is it's like an add on to dialing your like, your ideal solution that you're going to be giving people by identifying an ideal problem, right? So you've now identified what the problem is going to be, which is step one that like Christy just talked about. And now it's going, okay, who deals with that problem? How can I like create a ring of people that I know all deal with that problem? Again, are they in the same size company as their competitors? Are they in the same geographical location? Are they in the same you know distribution style are they online are they in person are they brick and mortar like whatever it's going to be you want to lock in what who is your ideal client and how can you really really simplify that and that's really going to give you a lot of leverage going forward when you're when you're trying to scale because you know how to then talk to those problems. Definitely. You know how to talk to that person. You know what those industry challenges are that they face day in and day out. Again, if you don't have an ideal client, you're constantly trying to talk to hundred and one different people that have 101 different problems. If you talk to an ideal client and everyone that's coming in your door looks like that same client because they're from the same industry or similar industries, same size, same scale, same problems, it becomes so much easier to talk to them, so much easier to create systems and repetition in your sales process, right?
1: Yeah. And number three, a simple offer that scales has a simple, proven plan so again this is not a fully customized package of like oh well this needs to maybe happen if they like this or this 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 it's a simple proven process and the reason you have a simple proven process is so that you can automate it or you can outsource it that's what things when you want something to scale it either has to automate or you're able to outsource it and if it's different every time you're never going to be able to automate it right but if you can have the same plan happening for every single single client, and you can rinse and repeat that plan, then you can have all your emails already automated. Yeah. You can have your responses automated. Totally. You can have even... And you maybe an automated,
0: frameworks, right? Frameworked. Like, frameworked.
1: Exactly. Frameworked or automated. Or you can have... You can outsource a lot of these steps to other people because it's a proven plan that you can say, hey, here's exactly what you need to do. And the person is going to get the outcome because it is a proven plan.
0: Totally. Like super simple example of that. If you're you know known for shooting videos or shooting photos for brands and all of a sudden a client you know comes across your world and you're like ah i think we should build a website for you if they're like hey show us how you've like built websites before If you can't show them your plan for how you're going to help them do that, like they're not going to want to hire you again. So, simplifying what you do allows you to build a plan to show people that there's a proven process of things you've done in the past that proved to work so they can trust that plan. They can trust that you like doing business with you is going to put them in a better place, which is cool. And the last thing is simplifying your your business in whatever sense that's going to look like for you. Simplifying an offer, you know, deciding, hey, this is the service I really want to like scale up. I'm going to simplify it. I'm going to focus on it. You've got to also... This is like last but not least. You've got to simplify your pricing. Almost every single person that we feel like we talk to, and we talk to a lot of creatives, obviously. We've been talking to them all week. We're talking to them all next week as we start these, you know, these intro calls with the mastermind, the new round of the mastermind. So many people say, I have a terrible time with pricing. I don't know what to charge. And it's because they're charging completely different numbers for every single person they work with. And that's because their business is too chaotic. They're working with so like, such a wild range of people. And so I'm not sitting here saying that you need to charge every client the same thing. Everyone who's listened to the show for a while knows that that is not how we think. Yeah. You do not want to charge, you know, a massive Fortune 500, Fortune 500 company who you're doing like something really impactful for the same amount of money you're charging. You know, your local mom and pop coffee shop that sells coffees for three hundred three dollars and fifty cents. I almost said three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Three dollars and fifty cents. You're not going to do that. So that's not what I'm saying. However, what I'm saying is you need to simplify your pricing. You need to make sure that you have a framework for how you charge, how you price things, and the reason for that is is so that as new business comes your way, you're really, really quick to be confident in pricing. And you're really, really quick to be confident in, again, selling that pricing. If you're pricing something drastically different every single time you do business with somebody, because they're such different clients, because you haven't simplified your business, you're not going to be confident selling that.
1: Well, imagine you're not be if,
0: used to selling those numbers.
1: Yeah. Imagine if you went to the mall and you just want to go and buy this shirt. And every time you went, you had to negotiate your client oh list would tank, right? Like yeah. if, you're, if someone was like trying to get an extra $200 out of you for this one shirt, you'd probably be like, that person's not selling as much. Sure, they might get an occasional bump in the price, but the amount of repeat customers is gonna be so much lower than it is with something that is already just set in stone and that way you can scale from there. Yeah.
0: And again, you those numbers can fluctuate. Yeah, depending on the size. But you've got to have like a baseline of this is what we charge for this service. Yes. And it's really easy to get confident in selling that because it's basically the same every time it will fluctuate depending on the size of the problem we're solving if it really needs to. But ideally, it's going to be pretty similar each time for a season Then it might go up or it might change, you know, if, yeah. the, if the, the actual solution changes. But so these super four important. things,
1: these four things will help you simplify your offers and scale your business. So take whatever service it is and that you think, oh, I can rinse and repeat this and start making it systematized, automated or whatever you think to make it as clear as possible because when it's clear to you, you can scale it. But also, if it's clear to you, it's gonna be clear to your clients as well. And that's what really helps things scale. If it's
0: clear to you, you can then invite people into that. You can hire people, you can contract people to actually help you and then you can scale like that. If it's super not clear your mission's not clear, your products aren't clear, your pricing's not clear, you know, all the structure of how you sell isn't clear. It's going to be a terrible time. It's going to be chaotic trying to invite people into, you know, building a team so that you can scale something and take on, you know, a bigger capacity. Things have to be simple to be able to do that. so. So we
1: want to invite you to creating a less chaotic business, a more simplified and streamlined business so that you can scale and actually get your time and your money back instead of spending it on a chaotic business. Totally.
0: So if you're sitting here going, this is super good. I love what I'm thinking about and I want to share it. Totally share it with us. We'd love you DM us on Instagram or text us 916-587-6417. Just text us what you're going to simplify. We'd love to know. And same goes for the other side of that. If you're really confused and you're sitting here going, I don't know how to simplify what I'm doing. I know what I do and I know I need to simplify it, but I'm not sure how to do that. Again, text us. We'd love if you just ask us that question and say, hey, how do I simplify this? And then give us some more detail on like who you are and what you're doing and we can help you simplify it. 916-587-6417. We'd love to text you back.
1: Awesome, you guys. So imagine being in a space where you don't have to be struggling, worrying over where your next paycheck is or what even you're going to be pitching next month, but having a clear system that scales. I think that that is a pretty cool place to be.
0: where everybody wants to be. Awesome.
1: Well, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Thanks for listening.